0: No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are, and this message is for you. Welcome to my village. This week on The Rutledge Perspective, we're going to talk a little bit about productivity. And as always, I'll share where this came from because it always tends to come from something that happened to me. And this is actually an issue that I think arises more than we even know. I did a podcast last year. Called You Need a Little Grace in Your Hustle because we get that narrative that says if you don't have what you want, if you haven't achieved, and you're not in a place where you wanted to be, it's because you weren't hustling hard enough, you weren't grinding hard enough, all of this kind of stuff. Because our hustle or our grind is supposed to look like everyone else's, and it's just not. And one of the things for me, especially doing your own business, and after having a calendar for 30 years that was so packed, you barely had time to go to the bathroom, much less eat. Having more white space sometimes can create this feeling of a lack of productivity, like I'm wasting time. And yet there's also like true trauma from that time. So when my calendar gets too full, it actually gives me a little bit of, of agita when I see not enough white space. But this idea of productivity sometimes can get us into a real quandary. What exactly is productivity and by whose measure are we being productive? And I believe that is a fantastic question. So as I was talking to my therapist in one of my sessions this week, I was like, you know, I just, I'm just not getting enough done. I don't feel like I'm getting enough stuff done. And how is, you know, and I remember feeling that way at work sometimes too. It's like you get through the end of the day. I was like, what did I actually accomplish today? Because my list is still 4 million things long. And she reminded me that one, I'm a data person. So is, is that really true that I'm not being productive or is there something else going on? And two, that sometimes that narrative is just about a feeling and not fact, right? And, and because I like to understand and want to know and want to get to the root cause of stuff, you know, my favorite word is why it's that idea that Wait, if if, it feels like it's not right, so, you know, something's not right instead of doing the additional investigation because it's me. And, you know, personal work is just hard work. So when you think about productive, how are you really measuring what productivity means for you? And there's that whole idea of productive versus efficient, you know, and are you efficient or are you effective? All of those kind of comparisons. And for me, what I said was, I'm going to go back to the root. Actually, she sugge- she suggested this for me, which is, do you know exactly how much time you're spending on things? And I only know anecdotally, and it's my life, right? But I only know anecdotally. And so I challenge you, is it the same for you? You know, Gay Hendricks talks in his book, The Big Leap, and you guys have heard me mention that before. Highly recommended. He talks a lot about time. And one of the things that comes up when we're discussing productivity and are we productive or feeling like we're unproductive is we don't have enough time. It takes too much time. And so that question that she asked me about, do you really know how much time you're spending was actually kind of profound. And in asking that question, you have to really, really be willing to listen to the answer and to give yourself some grace and be kind around that. And what do I mean? If you take the opportunity to write down how long it's taking you to do everything, where are you actually spending your time during the day? It's not a time for you to then place judgment. All you want is the facts. Just the facts, ma'am, right? All you want is the facts. So if you are spending a certain amount of time preparing your lunch, if you're spending a certain amount of time sleeping, exercising, on the phone, chasing down appointments, whatever it is, you know, write it down with no judgment. And the reason that's important is because if you're taking time and writing down time and judging at the same time, you're not going to give yourself a chance to go back and really look at the entire big picture and do a calm and unemotional evaluation because you're going to be writing down. Oh my God, I can't believe this took me 20 minutes and it should have taken me five and all of the things, all the things. And I have a feeling that is actually part of the issue with all of us with productivity, especially creatives, right? If you're really a creative, how much time does it really take you to do that thing that's creative? Or if you're learning something new, oh, I'm going to write this email. It's probably only going to take me about five minutes to do this email. Three hours later, you're still writing the email. So, When you're looking at your time, you write down the three hours, but you don't say, oh my God, why did it take me three hours? This is not the time, just write it all down. Now, when you go back and you're looking at where you've spent all of your time, here's a few questions I really, really want you to think about, and some things I want you to do. One, when you go back and look at the time, Try your best not to look at that time with judgment. It is just facts. It is just information. All you're trying to do is understand where your time goes. That's first and foremost, it is critical that you do that. Now, the questions I want you to ask, when I look at the time that I spent, where I expected to spend a different amount of time, do I know what the issue was that changed that? If I spent 20 minutes and expected to spend five, why was that? If I spent five and expected to spend two hours, why was that? Again, without judgment, why was the time expectation different? And really listen to your answer. Was I learning something new? Did something happen with our technology in the middle? Did someone interrupt me for a call or a meeting or whatever, right? What, what is the reason that, My expectation was a little bit different around time. The second thing is after you ask that question, you know, look at all these, how, what was my expectation and why? The next question is, was my expectation realistic? Was my expectation realistic? If you are starting a new project for your company and you're getting your team together and you're trying to decide what to do. And you've said, okay, I'm going to spend the next two hours doing this project. And you actually spent the next six doing that project before you beat yourself up and say, Oh my gosh, it took me six hours. Go back and reevaluate. Yes, it took me six hours, but this is a new project. Um, I, I had the team, but I realized with some of the things we needed that I needed to do a new team. So I had to add that onto my project planning, I had a technology challenge in the middle. I realized that we had some real issues around clarity of the outside goal, so I started writing a list, right? Everything that gets you to the understanding of what was different about my learning, it was new. And so how, by by understanding why first, what the difference was, and then within that why, why was that different, right? So the five whys, you're getting the root cause, you can really get to the understanding of, hmm, it's not that I'm not being productive. It may be that my expectations are unrealistic or my expectations have not taken into account information that I now know, but didn't know at the time when I set the expectations. I didn't know at the time that this project was gonna be unclear because everything I had in the beginning when they first gave it to me seemed reasonable. But when I dug into it, it wasn't as clear. I didn't realize that when I started writing this message, it was really going to be used in a different manner than I initially expected. And so I had to take a little bit more time to figure out where I wanted to put it and what some of the other things were that I was potentially going to have to do around it. What are the reasons for the difference in expectation between what you thought you were going to get done and what you actually get done? Right? So go through that why process. So you get really clear on what's going on, but it doesn't end there because the productivity trap is that we begin to judge ourselves. We begin to judge others. We begin to have performance evaluations around it. We begin to make judgments on how intelligent, how effective, um, how much of a fit someone is based on their productivity. And we make those judgments many times without full information. We don't take the time to really sit and understand what the situation was. This is in particular when we're talking about ourselves and judging ourselves around how productive we've been. And when you do that and you realize how long it's taking you to do some things or not to do some things, and you can really get at that root cause that no, it's not a productivity issue, it's not a creativity issue, or it is my creative process, so I just need to plan for a little bit longer. You also can peel away the layers that say, hmm, one of the reasons I have so many things on my list, or it's taking me so long to get to that, is when, when I look at that thing, there's so much about that thing that I don't know, yet so much about that thing that I am counting on to work, because it is a key piece of my overall goal, that fear is getting in the way of being productive. Fear may be making me, let me just go, let me take a quick break. Let me go take this call. Let me go follow up on this email. Let me, all these other things, as opposed to getting at the thing that I really want to get done, because there's fear around finishing it. Because if I finish it and it doesn't work, then what? Then what? I've now spent all this time on something that didn't work and believe me, I have been there. I have been there where I invested so much time and effort and energy in putting together an online kind of HR portal for, for small business owners. And when I really look back at that one, I didn't want to do it. It just felt like I was supposed to, I just, it took me forever to get it done because I just wasn't, I wasn't excited about it. I wasn't investing in it. Now it's good. But it just, it just wasn't my thing, right? It didn't make my soul sing. It just felt like maybe this is an answer. Maybe this is a way to get some things moving because I was so concerned about other things, right? There were other things that were really the root cause of it. And it manifested in, in trying to get this other thing done because it seemed like the right thing. But when you're talking about productivity and want to avoid falling into the productivity trap, you got to listen to yourself if it's taking you a really long time, if you're procrastinating about something and it's real like deep procrastination again, practice the pause and ask yourself why, why is it so hard for me to get going on this thing? Why can I not? I love that question. Why? And then listen to the answer, right? Listen to the answer. Is it taking you so long to get invested in it because it's really not something you want to do? And if it's really not something you want to do, why don't you want to do it? Because if if you really don't want to do it because it really isn't aligned with where you're trying to go, then don't do it. If you really don't want to do it because you're afraid or you're concerned or you don't have the skills or whatever, that's stuff you can fix so that you can move forward into the thing because it really is aligned with where you're trying to go. But until you pause and get off of that hamster wheel of productivity and start stop beating yourself up about whether or not you are productive enough because you're not checking enough stuff off the list, those of us list makers, you're not checking enough stuff off the list, ask yourself some questions. The main one being, why? Why is this working this way? Why is this feeling this way? And don't let someone else put you in a productivity trap That all of a sudden does manifest itself in lack of productivity because all you want to do is go to bed. You don't have any energy. You're not sleeping. You're not eating. You're not going to the bathroom. You're not doing those kind of things you need to do to be able to bolster your energy and your focus and your drive to get the things done. And you are not giving yourself space and grace for rest because productivity is severely hampered by fatigue and by stress. You can't be productive when you're really tired. You can't be productive when you're just overstressed and overworked. You can't be productive. You can push only so long. At some point, you can't push anymore, right? At some point, the batteries wear down and you have to find a way to recharge or replace those batteries. And if you can see that you're in this productivity trap, if you can see it, you can do something about it if you can give yourself the opportunity to stop and evaluate what you're feeling so that you can then take action, you give yourself the opportunity to really decide, am I productive or am I not? And if I'm not, what can I do about it? You are taking empowered action to make a decision, to make a choice, to make a difference in how you are feeling. You are not just sitting and wallowing in that nervous system response. You are pausing to understand your nervous system response so that you can take action to do something a little bit different and move yourself out of that dorsal or sympathetic and fully into ventral as much as you can to get to the place you want to be. Productivity is a great thing, but so is rest. And creativity is amazing and you can't necessarily force creativity. Everyone has a different creative process. But what you can do, because you have agency, is to pause, is to evaluate, is to determine whether what you're feeling and what you're telling yourself is true based on fact, or if you're just following that same productivity trail that everybody else is following because everybody else is following it. Just don't. Just don't. Because we all have plenty of stuff to do. You, I'm sure, have a list a million miles long, just like I do. And if you want to get through the list and not only get through it, but do the stuff that's on it well and take stuff off your list and maybe make room for other things that are important. You got to give yourself time to really get out of that productivity hamster wheel and really think about productivity as an output of effort, as opposed to productivity being the determination or determining factor of the effectiveness of your effort because words matter. So going into this week, rethink your productivity. What does productivity really look like? And where in your productivity do you put rest? Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. I so appreciate it. You have no idea. And I will look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Please be sure and download, share, Send me DMs if there's something specific you want me to cover. I'd love to hear from you. Take care. Before you go, I want to announce that the application process is open for the Empowered Action Academy. I am so pumped about this academy. This is an opportunity for me to work with 10 incredible women who are ready to take charge and really dive deep into their alignment, really solidify the clarity around their vision and then put in place a specific plan of action to get there. It is three months. It's all time with me. Uh, Not only the six group sessions, but you also get three individual one hour sessions with me for one-on-one coaching. The application process is open now and the course starts on February the 14th, it starts on Love Week. So what better time to start loving yourself than to really invest in your empowered action. Please go to my website, laurelrutledge.com, click on the action triangle and you can get more information and apply. I really look forward to seeing you. There's only 10 spots. It's gonna be tight and close and really close knit so that we can spend some significant time understanding and supporting and moving forward. Have a fantastic rest of your week. Go to my website, laurelrutledge.com, click on the action button and apply for the Empowered Action Academy. I can't wait to talk to you. Bye. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or The Rutledge Perspective. And I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care.